1: <laughs> oh, no. I the cackle have, cough. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. I still have a wheeze. A very oh, no. strong wheeze. Whiz. From, it's not, I don't know if it's allergies or what, yeah. but every time I laugh, I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs>
0: Unclabbed.
1: Speaking of cute, though, uh, everyone in this movie. Everyone in this movie. So everyone in this movie. People
0: talk about the mummy, like, by panic, and then this also is yeah. By panic.
1: Yeah, like every outfit every beautiful hairstyle mm-hmm. everything i wonder if people can guess what it is now mm. no probably not we're talking about <laughs> talking about crimson peak yes and also i'm sorry but i was looking out your window and so dramatically a bunch of leaves yep. blew off the ceiling not yours like across. and oh. i was like like actual wind and i was like whoa and i was Compelled. just trance <laughs> And I was like, "Yeah, we're talking about something," but those leaves. I was like, "Is Goose doing something unholy?" <laughs> no, <it's laughs> leaves. I'm talking about Crimson Peak. Amazing. Let's take a peek at oh. these notes. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. <I> never <laughs> apologize. No, none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling Kate about this, and it made me really sad—not sad, but like—I was doing my notes, and I was like, "Oh, I'll put some fun facts about like how it was made." There was like nothing. It was like filmed in Canada, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Oh, it's my it. God. They wrote about how, like, Guillermo del Toro wrote the script and stuff and originally was going to do it and then got delayed because he did a bunch of other movies. Mm. I was like, okay, yeah. Nothing. But then you told me what you were going to talk about a little bit. Yeah. So now I'm excited and I'm like, I don't need any fun facts because Kate has them all. Eight. And then I'll nerd out about costumes later. Yes, costumes. Are you ready? <gasps> I'm ready. Say it. Do the thing. Are you ready? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 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 all right. Crimson Beat. It was written and directed by Guillermo del Toro. Why? Also did Devil's Backbone, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy, Shape of Water, The Orphanage, and so many more. Oh, There's yeah. so many more. Y'all know Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all check him out if you don't. Sweet Momo. Sweet Momo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was also co-written by Matthew Robbins. Hmm. Um, he didn't really have like very specific movies that just he had written, but he's known for like collaborating with filmmakers. So collaborated with a lot of filmmakers uh, on Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Mimic, this movie a few others so and then hold on i have to look at this this person because they weren't credited but they should have been huh the script was not rewritten but um it was like given to someone to be like hey can you look this over and can you give it like the right language and the right Uh, feel and she's not credited um but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. British playwright Lucinda Coxon was enlisted to rewrite the script with Del Toro in hopes of bringing it a proper degree of perversity and intelligence. Um, but she's not credited. What? But she did that. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned yeah, her because I thought that was really cool. Um, she's just an English uh, playwright, playwright, play <laughs> playwright and screenwriter. Um, done lots of stuff. Yeah. So. That was cool. I just wanted to make sure I included this, this woman who clearly did a lot of work and was not credited. Ugh. Cinematography was Dan Laustesen. Laustesen? It's it's hard to say because it's L-A-U-S-T-S-E-N. So I'm like Laustesen. Hmm. Kind of. If he's from anywhere in New England, it's just like Lost. Lawson. <laughs> <Lausten>. like, <laughs> I know. So I was like, am I supposed to say that other S? So yeah, but but cinematography was Dan Lauston or Laustesen i don't know uh has done just another love story mimic shape of water silent hill and then this one threw me through a loop and has won awards for this you want to take a stab at what movies two three and four in a in a very famous series (laughs)
0: um oh god a series of unfortunate events
1: john wick two three and four <laughs> never would have guessed that no never and i was like oh shape of water just another their love story silent hill and then i was like john wick what the fuck <laughs> and it was like yeah awarded for his work on john Wick. okay oh yeah man
0: i sure um, didn't know there was more than like two of those dude they're good they're so good so i love john heard.
1: wick that is like fun fact about me i will watch john wick anytime any place <laughs> nice uh music was fernando velasquez hmm also did The Orphanage, The Impossible, and A Monster Calls. Hmm. So they st- they seem to stick together. Yeah. We got a lot of The Orphanage on here. Buddies. The day we cover The Orphanage is the day I don't think we'll make it. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, Kate, hey, you know that one, right? <laughs> you thought Train to Busan was going to make me cry. Just wait. Oh, no. You can't. Oh, no. Okay. Budget. $55 million. Oh yeah a lot actually well not as much as i thought uh. to be honest for how wild it is and the yeah. set and the costumes for and how everything. big Allerdale is kind of just <laughs> pictured more um how much do you think it made do you want clues no okay 100 million <laughs> 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 no you're being really nice. Oh. 70 million. Wow. 74.7, k. Yes! You're getting really good at <laughs> getting one clue and then being like, I got it. You like laser in. What was your clue going to be? My clue was that it was like a mild success. Okay. So like it's, it, it wasn't like, oh, hell yeah. We got to see Crimson yeah. Peak. But it was like, oh, I'll see Crimson Peak. I mean, it has Hiddleston, but was this before or after like uh, war? I think this was after. Okay. Because it was at least after Avengers, I think. Okay. But then again, we don't know marbles, so... I don't know anything about marbles. Um, (laughs) This was at least him being a little bit prominent. Tom Hiddleston was a little bit of a heartthrob at this point. At least enough for... I mean, he was cast as a heartthrob, so... So,
0: I know they're very different people, and I can tell these people apart, but I, in my brain, uh, Cumberbatch has the same time
1: range as Hiddleston being Fun fact what <laughs> Cumberbatch was supposed to play her role. <gasps> Cumberbatch was originally supposed to play the role of Sharp yeah. uh what's his face? Thomas Sharp. Thomas Sharp. Um and it was supposed to be who was the woman? It was and they both ended up dropping out. Uh Benedict Cumberbatch and Emma Stone were oh. originally cast but wow. both dropped out of the production. This is not the first time that Tom Hiddleston and Mia Wasikowska have worked together they did only lovers left alive have you seen that one no it's one of my favorite movies it's so good but um their roles are kind of reversed in that one which is great because mia wasikowska is like this shitty vampire who's kind uh, of a dick yes <laughs> and tom hiddleston is like a very sad boy hmm, he like, plays sad of- boy real good <laughs> <laughs> him in that movie is so good because he's like i'm tired of being alive <laughs> and everyone else is like dude relax and he's yeah. like no and it's like him and this girl that they're in love with, which is played by oh T- Tilda Swinton. Mm. And they're like, in love, so in love. But he's like, I just want to be dead. <laughs> and she's like, stop it. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, like, it's like, so I will good. I slap you. <laughs> so that's a good one. And yeah, so they work together well. Uh, yeah. I think those are all my fun facts. Nice. That was it. Yeah. I can get rid of this tab now that I didn't use. Hey. <sighs> I don't want to summon
0: <laughs> I need to say good fucking luck.
1: Um two very close siblings <laughs> uh, plot to steal fortunes from sad women, yeah. <laughs> I was like mm. <laughs> They described it in the movie when they were like, Oh, women with no hope, no futures and I was like, I, I don't wanna say that. No. <laughs> Hopeless women. Hopeless, <laughs> sad women. I thought she was doing okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my my summary. Can I okay. hear some some real ones? I mean, I have one from IMDb.
0: Okay. Uh, because the one that I found in Rotten Tomatoes was just too much. Was it like too... They are,
1: it was... They've been doing weird with the like really long, yeah. let me give you every plot detail.
0: Let me find it. Now I can open it without accidentally like seeing the... um. <laughs> I try like to never see oh numbers. the budget and
1: stuff or yeah
0: oh yeah because it's like really close mm-hmm. um in proximity to the movie info so <laughs> this okay so this one is more accurate but yeah. I also think that it gives a little bit
1: too much away which with this one I feel like you don't want that the yeah whole point is that it's at least a little bit of a mystery yeah
0: okay so this is Rotten Tomatoes okay. After marrying the charming and seductive Sir Thomas Sharp, young Edith finds herself swept away to his remote gothic mansion in the English hills. Also living there is Lady Lucille, Thomas's alluring sister and protector of her family's dark secrets. Able to communicate with the dead, Edith tries to decipher the mystery behind the ghostly visions that haunt her new home. As she comes closer to the truth, Edith may learn that true monsters are made of flesh and blood. <laughs>
1: I like that they described him as alluring, or the sisters alluring, and I'm like, yeah, to to unfortunately everyone, yes. even her Uh
0: huh. We'll get there. Uh huh. We share. a really funny note about it. <laughs> I did. Oh my god. Uh, IMDb. Yeah, I think this is like IMDb. I think has a lot of like user submitted ones, and okay. I just like look at the most upvoted. Ones. Right. <laughs> um. So this is, in the aftermath of a family tragedy, an aspiring author is torn between her love for her childhood friend and the temptation of a mysterious outsider. Trying to escape the ghosts of her past, she is swept away to a house that breathes, bleeds, and remembers. That is good. It's good. I just don't think she's torn between the love for her childhood friend. Because she's like, Alan, whatever. Pretty much. They
1: have like their little flirty moments, kind of. But it's never like... I wish I could be with you. No. But I've been swept away. <laughs> no, it's not like this like yearning for both people. No. He's
0: like a stable person that like cares for her, that yeah. does like, you know, yeah. do the thing and like help save her and stuff. Or help her get out. But right. she's not like no. Torn At no it. point was she no. like
1: I wish I had stayed with you. She's just like No,
0: and it's not like I wish I could leave with this beautiful man, but I love my childhood friend. No, you you care about him, but that wasn't the thing standing in your way. It It never stopped her. Your grief over your father's death, like that,
1: was kind of. (laughs) (laughs) She was never really torn. But okay, sure. But the end is beautiful. But just like I know, know. but just like they tell her in the movie, Mm -hmm. it had to have a love story. And you're like, Mm. sure, Okay. okay, okay, sure. The ghost is a metaphor. The ghost is a metaphor. She was like, please, someone understand. Yeah. Um, I I kind of know what you're gonna talk yes. about. I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna guess because it's not fair, yeah. since you you did have to tell me in case I talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like so afraid. Cause like usually I'm I, like, it overlaps some, but I'm I like I did more research into uh, it than I usually do. Yeah. And I had like gone and like actually pulled up some articles and I was reading it, and then I went. I should stop because I was like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just had this feeling in my bones that I was like, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't. So I just stopped. I just didn't look anything up and I didn't write anything down. And I'm glad I didn't. Perfection. (laughs) Yeah. This works out really well for me. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah. I'm lucky for you. I don't retain information ever. So (laughs) it's all new.
0: So as we've covered before, Mm -hmm. I never notice lighting in films unless it's really fucking obvious. (laughs) I can pick up on basically one color if it's Mm -hmm. a repeated motif surrounding objects or items but lighting itself just rolls right off my brain (laughs) uh this film gives us a health health helping Uh, health helping (laughs) health helping gives us a healthy helping of both lighting and objects and items Mm -hmm. so i wanted to dig into uh the primary color motifs a little pun uh how they operate in isolation and then how they factor into a color scheme oh so i
1: just love color scheme i was doing so much research so much research into like red and green specifically yeah. and why it's used and i was like so
0: cool so fucking cool so i love the color wheel continue and we're gonna talk about the color wheel oh we are yeah uh better. so primary colors as driving oh this was just a note for myself okay so my note to self. is primary colors is driving forces rich with meaning and depth mm. <laughs> it's not a sentence it's just a, it's just, just a, a note. nice little no so the use of primary colors yeah. allows us to read into things mm-hmm. beyond what is being said so they're able to lend to nuance now each color as you discovered <laughs> And also just new inherently, yeah. doesn't just mean one thing. Yeah. Uh, but when we see it in the context of the film, it can enrich our understanding, whether yeah. consciously or not. Mm-hmm. And I like to believe that subconsciously I'm being influenced by lighting colors, even if I can't actually pick it out. <laughs> but I might be too gentle with myself. <laughs> uh, so let's start with the color I definitely saw, but didn't mm-hmm. really comprehend consciously the first mm-hmm. watch, yellow. Yeah. So what are some associations with the color yellow? Please. I'm excited. Caution, visibility, warmth, mm-hmm. home, happiness, hope, a range. I actually have a list later on. Let me. Yellow. Wisdom, knowledge, relaxation, joy, happiness, optimism, idealism, imagination, hope, sunshine, summer, dishonesty, cowardice, betrayal, jealousy, covetousness, deceit, illness, hazard. So Interesting, yeah. That's like a full list. Right. But the ones that I really like. Focus on are like caution, visibility, warmth, home, happiness, hope. Yes. So Edith almost always sports a dress in yellow, gold, or cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has golden blonde hair. And so yellow. So yellow. Uh I'm just like, girl, your hair. <laughs> like, you need some toner on that. <laughs>
1: the whole time I was like, girl, overtone it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool boy. Uh and the scenes where she's in America and she's home, they are tinted so yellow, so yellow that it almost looks sepia. Yeah. Um, so that one was just like, I could tell yeah. that that was like, like very, like, whoa! yes. <laughs> so there's additional attachment to the color gold and that's yeah. wealth. So Edith's family has money because mm-hmm. of her father's stonemason business that he built. Uh, we see her comfortable yellow toned mansion. She Beautiful. wears warm yellow variations. Mm-hmm. She is the spot of warmth, hope, and wealth in the bleakness of the sharps existence. Mm-hmm. Well, she's... Source of hope for one of them. One of them. <laughs> for one of them. Uh, so the sharps money is squandered. Their home is decaying and literally sinking into the red clay. Mm-hmm. And here is this vibrant, young, golden creature with will there She is there. Like she a little is beacon. Be yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're so bright, sweet angle. <laughs> Uh, so one of the things I love about the use of color motifs is that they can have such a broad range of emotional attachments yeah. and you're welcome to use them all because yeah. you could go it's in and say, cool. yellow is only innocence, but then you would be like, well, in this scene, it doesn't really feel like that. That's the
1: issue we kept having. Yeah. Not to interrupt. No, yeah. Sorry. But I would be like, ooh, red feels like it means this. And then something would happen in the next scene and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then I'd be yeah. like, never mind. But I mean, it's cool. It's I like it. It yeah. was just like, every scene was like. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep. Switching it up on us. <sighs> Indeed. And that can be like really stressful because you're like, I want it to be one thing so I can track that. Right. But there's also this like freedom and fluidity Which when is cool. you have a lot of different emotional attachments. Mm-hmm. So I had to hiccup. So by saying that her place is a home of physical safety, we can mm-hmm. also see when she's wearing yellow at Allerdale that she's highly visible as a target for violence because of the vibrancy of her dresses. Yeah, the
1: contrast between all the lights and then her
0: yeah. Even when she's not wearing clothes, it's her hair. Yeah. Whew. And uh, we, the vibrancy of her dresses mm-hmm. could make us feel uneasy because we associate the color with caution and yeah. early warning. So, yellow light telling you the light will be red soon. Mm-hmm. So, it's this like warmth and home. But out of that context, when it's among the bleakness, it's right. like, girl, you're not meant to be here. Right. And you are in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a warning. So, that's like yeah. the same dress worn in a different context.
1: And not only that, but yellow also itself is so complementary to red and green. Mm. So it's like, it just fits well. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just looks nice. Uh,
0: then there was another. Okay. So the pen she uses later to defend mm-hmm. herself against Lucille. Yellow. It's a mm-hmm. gold pen. Uh, And it's not just the presence of color, but the absence or mutation of it. So Mm -hmm. as she becomes more sick, there's this introduction of a sickly green color. Mm -hmm. So one of her dresses has, like, yellow primarily. Yeah. But then it has, like, green kind of floral, and Mm -hmm. it looks kind of sickly in the light. Um, And then in some places you see, like, it feels to me like it's her yellow presence and the sharps' blue presence merging into this green that's fighting for power. So. We'll get into the blue then. Yeah. Uh, So this is one of the colors that I honestly did not notice. uh, Because when it was in the scene, it was the scene. It became the scene. Right. Allardale is cast in blue light. The walls are blue. Mm -hmm. The siblings were matching shades of blue. And there's a notable bleakness to the atmosphere that's kind of gray blue. Yeah. Uh, It's a cool color in contrast to the warmth of yellow and the heat of red. Mm -hmm. And what can blue represent? So many. So many. Sadness, death, intelligence, loyalty. What's opposite of blue on the color wheel? Yellow. Hey. so opposing forces the predatory sharps and the relatively innocent Edith mm-hmm. so the sharps wear almost entirely blue when they're mm-hmm. in their home right uh, when they're in America they wear mostly black yeah. or red in the case of Lucille a few mm-hmm. times so and then finally the color that I'm pretty reliable at clocking red <laughs> yeah uh, what range yeah <laughs> I got stuck what range of means you got it <laughs> I okay, to right. do it <laughs> I I'm realizing as I typed that I have a lot of typos, and this is <laughs> distressing to me. <laughs> what range of meanings or associations does the color red have? Mm-hmm. Romance, lust, warning, danger, violence, mm-hmm. bloodshed? The only character that wears red with any regularity is Lucille. We find out over the course of the film, particularly in like the last third, mm-hmm. last quarter, that she is the real force behind the murdering duel. Right. Uh, she killed their mother, she killed the previous wives, mm-hmm. and so on. Thomas has always been an accomplice, unwilling to commit to resisting her, but right. unable to reach her level and kill anything or anyone outright. Mm-hmm. He even leaves the dog outside to die of exposure. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. But he was like, okay, exposure, starvation, predation, something will kill this dog. Not so me, have though. To. He won't kill it outright, but he will put it in the conditions to die. Yeah. Bringing it into Lucille's clutches, putting it outside, mm-hmm. like his wives. Uh, he wears primarily blue tones to show complicity with his sister, but he doesn't get those pops of red. Yeah. So we can also analyze colors for a while in isolation, but we could also look at them together as part of a broader scheme. Mm -hmm. So this is when I found another article. What is color scheme? What is it? (laughs) Uh, So quote from Frenary, simply put a set of colors that a shot, a movie, or any production chooses to convey a specific mood. So you as a human already Mm -hmm. understand color theory. You are well versed at it. (laughs) But for those of us out there that are not in the least, I'm going to dig in some basic color schemes. So, monochromatic, mm-hmm. uh, quote, in this kind of scheme, there's a dominant hue from which we obtain tones and shades. Mm-hmm. So, the scenes in America are fairly monochromatic. Mm-hmm. It's variations on yellow. Right. Where you talked about, like, that sepianus. 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 Yeah. Oh. Uh, the scenes with the sharps are also mostly blue. Mm-hmm. Then there's a complementary color scheme. So, the color opposite on the wheel, like red and green, blue and orange. Mm-hmm. I said earlier blue and yellow opposite. They're kind of blue opposite. Blue not yellow. like, Yeah, I was like, they're not. Like, it's a goldy yellow. Yeah. They're not exactly opposite, but. Yeah. Um, they're opposing colors. Yeah. So red and green, blue and orange, yellow and purple. Mm-hmm. It creates a high contrast and can be quite vibrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely see this with Edith's yellow dresses and golden hair mm-hmm. and that like orangey golden tone amongst the dark blues of Allerdale yeah. or next to Lucille. Um, yeah. One of the examples that they gave for this, I think, was uh, yellow and purple in La La Land. Yeah. Um, I've never seen La La Land. I can picture it though. Very, yeah. very vividly. Yeah. And then, so that was complementary. There's also mm-hmm. split complementary. So, quote, this scheme produces less tension than the previous one. Instead of considering the complementary tint, it takes one color and picks the two colors next to the opposite mm-hmm. one. So it usually softens that contrast. Right. Then we have an analogous color scheme. Analogous.
1: One of my least favorite words to say whenever yeah. I'm teaching, because I'm like, now, anal, anal, Analogous. <laughs> my kids are like, what? And I'm like, I don't no. know. Not
0: as perilous as organism, but right up there. Oh, it's up there. It's up there. Uh, so, this is colors next to each other on the mm-hmm. wheel. So, quote, unlike the complementary color scheme, this one creates neither tension nor contrast. It can contain a tint that makes the composition appear relaxing. This kind of color combination can be found in nature, where there is continuity to the hues, but can also be present in indoor scenes this does not feel as relevant to the current work. Yeah, uh, no, no. <laughs> we're not looking at this natural landscape and gentle shades of blues and greens. Mm-hmm. There is a grim sky next to red clay bleeding through the snow. Yeah. So we're not getting that like three colors in a row type situation.
1: Oh beautiful. Mm,
0: gorgeous. <laughs> uh, so the next one is triadic color mm-hmm. scheme. Quote, considering the color wheel, this scheme works with three evenly spaced colors. You and I are both like, Ooh. yeah, it's Like, mm-hmm. uh, we can pick colors like yellow, blue, and red to create a strong image. Mm-hmm. Even if not fundamental, one color is dominant while the other two accentuate the composition. The effect is a vivid image with a vibrant color palette. Um, so of note, this is when they're all used like in one frame or right. one shot. And we don't often get that in Crimson Peak. We usually have like an opposing force, but yeah. I don't think we get red blue and yellow vibrantly in one shot I
1: don't notice the blue as much for me it was so heavy on greens and reds yeah and they used those together yeah but those are like opposite not the triadic so I was like yeah
0: I guess you're right because I don't
1: don't picture them together very often
0: no (laughs) and I
1: again blue was not something that I ever clocked watching this I mean it was like every now and then I remember being like oh blue. But I don't remember yeah. being like clocking it hard enough mm-hmm. to see the significance when the mansion. Mm-hmm. In my head it was just the green. Yeah. Because I didn't see a lot of green in uh, America. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously because it was so yellow. So yellow. There's um, no room
0: for green here. A little bit of green. In yeah.
1: But that we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So um
0: in this case we see like typically more of a contrast of two colors at a time not mm-hmm. three all popping out on at once. Right. And this article had really gorgeous like stills from a variety of movies so you mm-hmm. can see it. And this one, was like three guys like leaning on a car and they all had different like primary color shirts. Yeah. And it was like, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next is tetradic color scheme. Mm-hmm. So quote, four colors managed in two complementary pairs. So the example given here is a still from Inside Out because it is blue and green paired with red and orange. Mm, yeah. uh, and while there are definitely examples of green and orange in this film, mm-hmm. they're not as prominent and the color scheme doesn't really rely on them right. being as a tetradic. Mm. all four of them at once. Um, And then the last, oh, not the last one, discordant color scheme, second to last, penultimate. Uh, So, quote, if the term might suggest a set of colors that shouldn't be used together, here the meaning is different and more profound. Mm -hmm. Discordant colors consist of one or more tints appearing in a particular sequence of the movie as a new color scheme but never used before. Hmm. So we saw this pretty clearly in Sixth Sense where there Mm -hmm. are sudden pops of red. So it's a scheme that's introduced and it's out of place as it's introduced. So like the red handle, the red balloon, mm-hmm. other red items that I right. remember and certainly don't. But <laughs> so many. It was like anytime there was like undeadness mm-hmm. happening nearby, was there. there was that pop of red, mm-hmm. which was so out of place. Yeah. So that's the discordant. Mm-hmm. And then finally, transitional color schemes. So the example given here is the color palette across the Harry Potter films, okay. mostly looking at the first two against like the fourth and fifth. Yeah. Uh, the first two are vibrant and bright. Once you get to the third, it gets darker, more blue tones, just yeah. darker overall. Those movies get real blue. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Almost twilight level. Almost. Oh, no, a- <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So this is Harry growing up, facing death and other bad things, but also a switch mm-hmm. in directors.
1: Yeah. Like there just was a switch
0: in directors. Uh, so we definitely see this in the transition from Buffalo, New York to Allerdale Hall. Yeah. The set and costume designer talks about this in several interviews noting quote I can't say this strongly enough that Crimson Peak felt like an opera or a piece of music that there's almost two acts. You have the world of Buffalo and the world of Allerdale and there are two seasons and colors and themes. Oh yeah. And so she structured everything so vividly around these two flowing compositions mm-hmm. of like Buffalo is yellow and gold and home yeah. and then Allerdale is bleak and blue and like the greens and the red, yeah, now that I'm looking back,
1: I'm like it is blue I it like I, takes me as soon as I think about it I'm like, oh fuck it is it is blue. I have to show <laughs> you just this picture because I truly I, this is I, so funny because in my, my head I, I think I was just so focused on the ones that I liked, which was green and red but I didn't even notice blue but I oh.
0: again, this is the one that I didn't notice at all and I think so much of so it excited is to
1: see this photo. oh boy. Oh, fuck, he's so blue. <laughs> okay, but in my head, this could be a TV thing. Mm. Because for me, everything was very um, uh, kind of tealish. Yeah, like, I can see teal. Everything was a very teal color. And in my head, I just took that as green. I was yeah. like, green. Yeah. Because it looked more green than blue. But that could just be my TV yeah. settings that are on there. So that might be why I was so heavily focused on it. <laughs> oh, God, no I feel it. like it's like. It looked like poison green to me.
0: Yeah, I but would al- that,
1: also could just be I wasn't picking up on it. I
0: mean, I would also loop teal in with green, like just yeah. as a thing,
1: because there were some moments. But I do think the attic was very blue. Am I thinking of the right thing? I hope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So blue was still definitely there. Oh, yeah. I think it was just more in the background. Yeah. So than anything else? They talk about like the walls of Allerdale Hall mm-hmm. being blue. See, now it makes sense. Now that I'm picturing it, I'm like, yeah. I was just so focused on the lighting her dress yeah like that's the color that the sharps wear and that color in the background it is blue like that is like a very blue light it's just also highlighting a little bit of green so i see the green yeah (laughs) i'm with you now now i see it now that i'm looking back i'm like yeah all right (laughs) this is this was one where they had to
0: prove it to me Yeah, (laughs) because i was like you're telling me there's blue (laughs) i'm like i'm sure there is show
1: it to me i guess
0: i trust you (laughs) Uh, so, uh, Kate Holly, the mm-hmm. set and costume designer, she talks so at like cool. about okay. the level of research and intention and in time that went into every it. single article of clothing. And I could go down a rabbit hole. Um, because they did a lot of things that were mm-hmm. similar to the bitch. Yeah, uh, where they wanted to like period appropriate processes. It was gorgeous. It and was-, was so period appropriate. Uh huh. And I'm
1: gonna leave that to you to like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remind me, uh, what year was this supposed to be? Oh, I'm gonna try have... to guess, but I'm scared. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say a number in my head. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you if I'm extremely wrong. Okay. Okay. Time period. Let's see. Time period. Crimson Peak. I think it's like 1901. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty dang close. I said late 1800s. Yeah, 1887. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they, I think Mm -hmm. someone said like transition away from Victorian into Edwardian.
1: There's a name for it and now I can't even think of it. There's a name uh, for um, fashion that's making its way to a new type of fashion that hasn't quite gotten out of it. So like think if i'm right i'm sorry now i have to do this research no Just i need real this. quiz real quiz, you real hear quiz. Me. um yes so <clears throat> this would be leaving the bustles oh. so that's why like they're also like straight down yeah. is because they're still getting out of bustles but i think i'm, I'm right if i'm wrong y'all can come at me if mm. you want but you can still see that it has like some of that really really fun like decorative stuff mm. um so they were they were getting rid of them. Yeah. New fabrics. Okay. They started to get new silhouettes in mm-hmm. the 1900s. And so that was really cool. You could yeah. see the like switch because it was still very big gowns especially on Lucille. Yeah. But on Edith, she has more straight stuff like
0: with the banana sleeves
1: yes yes the bananas crazy sleeves and that is something that i think they got rid of the bustle and all of that fabric went right up to the sleeve because in the bustle period it was like straight sleeves down yeah it was very very chill because your ass was huge instead gotta balance it gotta balance it out so then they were like well where are we gonna pull this extra fabric shoulders they went (laughs) shoulder and the 1900s and the Edwardian period said all shoulders like the 1980s will thank us (laughs) i did We did costumes for importance being earnest. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how much fabric went into... It was a coat. Coat. Went to here. Because they had a dress on, obviously. And so the dress only had to be a bodice piece for here. And the sleeves (laughs) were massive. You could barely hang it up. Because you were like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, but there was no bustle, so... (laughs) Oh, my God. So fucking funny to me. There were a few times when I was watching this, I
0: was like, to wear something that decadent. Like... Did you just like go to set on your days off and like
1: kind of waltz around wearing these dresses? I like, want to wear oh, a I dress to... that big. Same. So much. Yeah. <sighs> I also have so many thoughts on the costumes and I'm probably wrong because you said there was so much thought behind it. So I'm going to put my own thoughts behind no, it.
0: No, I'm sure that you're like on it. This
1: woman's going to be like, no. And I'm going to be like. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when we did <laughs> um, Jennifer Jennifer's body. And I was like, I yeah. think the dress means this. And you were like. Maybe. <laughs> I <It> was like...
0: <laughs> I was too focused on the um, like keychain belt. I love that <laughs> yeah. oh, keychain! So I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was otherwise <laughs> occupied. Yeah.
1: That killed me. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was so good. I'm so sorry. I oh, derailed no. us. I just got I, so
0: excited. I knew that in doing this, like, I left spots because I wanted
1: to, like, hear your thoughts <laughs> on stuff as activated. we went. activated. <laughs> this movie started, and I was like, here we go. Ugh, I was like, this is so visually lush. history but... so fun. And I'm not even that knowledgeable because, like, I didn't take more classes after my one really, really intense one. So I'm sure there's someone out there who's going to be like, girl, no. And I'll be like, I've got enough. <laughs> you relax. <laughs> you know more than I do. <laughs> oh, the bustle era. The highs and lows. <laughs> oh man yeah oh boy oh i love looking at him. Oh, they're horrible. <laughs> yeah. I uh, i can send you a couple of the articles
0: that I looked at because one of them has sketches of all the different shoulder silhouettes that were possible yeah. or that were included. Because look, this is
1: the 1880s. So this is when like the bustle was getting a little bit smaller and there's, th- I think, three different kinds of bustles. So it's starting to get oh. different. You have like the big bustles. You've got kind of like the mermaid bustles, mm-hmm. um, which were these really cool ones where instead of being right at like your waist and mm-hmm. going out, they went down and made like a mermaid tail oh Mm -hmm. and then you've got the big boys (laughs) hold on the big boys indeed big boys yeah those are big boys um and there's like a name for all different ones i god i cannot fucking remember but um yeah that was like 1860s and that's when it started to get big and they were like we need to make our butts bigger (laughs) (laughs) we gotta be big here yeah, I've watched someone put them on, it's a pain in the butt. There's so many pieces of fabric and hoops. They're actually way more easy to move than you think. Oh. Like the hoops themselves, like the yeah. little bustle piece. If you, like, shake your butt, they go, whoop, whoop, like, all the way up like an accordion. <laughs> I'm picturing someone like, disheveled, their asses on their hips. <laughs> like, it's, they, oh my god, I don't even need turn on Panniers. Oh. Are, okay, are those the ones that are, like, the side You know, what, that's why French doors were invented. Yes, because yeah. you had to, like, they were stiff mm-hmm. things that you filled. Like. Yeah, and you could either fill them, or eventually they started to actually make them, like, uh, similar, similar to corsets, how it had boning, and then, like, mm. fabric in between, so they could, like, push them up, um... But they're fucking huge. And so they were like, we need bigger doors. Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah. that's incredible that fashion can affect architecture. Is the fashion the problem? No, the doors are wrong. Well, the doors are the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's why fainting couches were made. Because corsets oh, yeah. were so fucking tight that they were like, we need women to fall. We need a safe spot for yeah. them to fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, absolutely incredible. I'm sorry. Were you were you ready to move on to horror, or were, did you have more? I I'm have ready. Two let's do this more. Let's let's do this. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> so the level of detail, gorgeous. yes. But before I get too far off topic, was like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a summary. I'm sorry. I wanted this. <laughs> so like this is exactly the level of engagement that I was hoping. My so. hatred for muscles took over. <laughs>
1: So we have a transitional
0: color scheme. Yeah, very clearly very throughout the good. film. Uh, largely it's split into two sections, as Holly mentions. But there are some cuts away to America, mm-hmm. where Alan and Co are unraveling the mystery. Right. And Edith is being poisoned and gaslit in the UK. Um. <laughs> And Edith tells Thomas that all she has since her father died is like him yeah. and Lucille. And Lucille tries to force her to believe that, but we keep cutting to America with the warm lighting, where someone that does care about yeah, her well being. A speck of warmth. Yes. <laughs> and so the lighting and color scheme like enforce that divide and sense of desolation yeah. and tension between these opposing forces. Oh, and so that's how pulling in the different colors and like having color schemes mm-hmm. can really reinforce those feelings. Wow. So now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: really good. I'm sorry. No. This one got me. This one activated something in my brain pretty bad. I was so hoping that you would have a lot to say there
0: and I was like horrified by the idea that I was going to talk color and you were going to look at me like she's so wrong. No.
1: (laughs) I was hoping you would say analogous color (laughs) so I didn't have to. I was like just say it. Analog (laughs) I thought you wouldn't say his name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I was like what is it? (laughs) <laughs> and he, what was his name in the movie that you kept repeating I and i was like no like the actor and you're like tony and i was like mm-hmm. finished it so it was tony shalhoub in 13 ghosts right yes and i was like what was his character's say name it, please say it please arthur i was like was arthur like, arthur and i was like <laughs> yeah you were so mad i didn't want to tell you to say it but i was like <laughs> God, please say Tony Sch- I was over here visually <laughs> I'm sweating, sweating you. Like, <laughs> i you to say shalom. Okay. Are you uh, ready for horror? I
0: sure am. I'm not. <laughs> well, do you want to see one of those, like, from canvas things where it has one color, like, mm-hmm. a dominant color. I love each- those things. Yeah. 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 Uh, what movie can- is that? Oh, this one. That's Crimson Peak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and you definitely see like greens in there.
1: I was like, "Don't lie to me." No, there's green. There's <laughs> green. My first note, Kate. Okay, are you ready? Color scheme is strong. <laughs> <laughs> <Nailed it. laughs> um, I said obviously the ghosts are badass. It's Guillermo. Yeah, <laughs> I was pumped. I was so excited. Oh got- yeah, this is another one where I got to watch with El Yeah, she got to come in late. Thank God because she missed a little bit of the gore in the beginning. Yeah. I don't think she would have enjoyed that. The face thing is rough. Gross. Um. One thing I was obsessed with with the ghost, too, was that like the, it had that translucent, smoky thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a new way to think of ghosts. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, a little fun twist. We don't, we don't get a fun twist on ghosts, usually. Yeah. They're usually translucent or just people. And boy, do they
0: shamble good. They shamble so good. Yeah. Crawl out of the floor, shamble a oh. little closer, smoke wisps off of them. Loved it. Favorite type of ghost.
1: <laughs> when... When we were, she came in when we were like watching. I was at the part where they're at the mansion at this point. Mm-hmm. So I gave her the whole rundown, and like immediately the ghost like shot its hand from like the floor and came up. And she went, Oh, girl, hi. <laughs> and it was like so funny. And then when she's at the door and the ghost closes it, she and just the face went, was like, Ah. She laughed hysterically. And she went, and She was like, That ghost just closed that door on her? And I went, I guess. And she went, Nice. And like, <laughs> she got so funny i'm over here like wow what a beautiful gothic horror yeah. and she was like get her like <laughs> we do not watch movies the same no she kept being like should i be quiet are you taking notes and i was like i mean it's too far gone now <laughs> Like you already said it i love her it was great um i also said these perfect orange greens and reds chef's kiss mm. oh they were beautiful this yeah. one we're still in america I also love the actress, Mia. I think she's so mm, cute. She was great. Her little face. I just love her. <laughs> see her in that other movie I told you about. She's a real dick. It's so funny. Um, also, I thought the <laughs> the boy that loves her and cares for her dearly. Alan. Alan. <laughs> I, thought, honey, I thought it was Channing Tatum for like a second. Oh my god, I can see that. Like a brief second when his face first popped up. I went, Channing Tatum? And then he kept talking, and I went, "That is not Channing Taylor." you
0: have Brendan Fraser like in his like post Tarzan era. Like his, <laughs> oh.
1: Him and Tarzan, yeah. Who's like a less buff Brendan Fraser? <laughs> and then when she makes one of the women, and she's like something, something, oh, I prefer to be a widow or something like that. I was like, "Yeah, drag their ass." Yeah, <laughs> you got him. Oh. And then of course I said these costumes are incredible, hot, dang. And I said, the lighting is so warm. I love it. I'm guessing it'll turn cooler. Maybe when it switches back to Crimson Peak. <laughs> I was like, mm, right on it. Mm-hmm. The red dress. Ugh, amazing. The spinal detail on the yes. back. Yes. I'm obsessed with that. You can, because in my mind it made it, it was such a clear backbone. Cause I was like, yeah, cause she's the only one in that family that like has one. Like mm-hmm. everything that she does, it's her decision. Yeah. And he is very much like, we'll do whatever you say sister. And like, yeah. she's got the backbone in the family. I thought that was so good. One of the things <sighs> that the costume
0: designer said was that it was hard. Like, she wanted Lucille to be angular, but mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain is, like, so soft, curvy. Yeah. And, like, petite, curvy that she was yeah. like, so we had to put, like, that angle into the dress of, like, the bones on the back. I yeah. Like,
1: okay. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, I like how I could not remember her name, the blonde. In the movie, the main... Oh, Edith. Edith. I just kept reading main girl. And I was yeah. like, girl, learn a name. Yeah. Edith is the only one in a basic dress. And this is at the dance. When they get to the the little a party that she wasn't mm-hmm. going to go to. I said she's in a basic dress. Beautiful, but very plain in a way that shows that she has nothing to hide. She's just herself. Yeah. She's a cool, calming presence. She has those little bit, bits of pearl, the cream color. Um, and all the other girls are wearing, like, bright colors. And they have all these, like, big see-through fabrics. This is like... Because I think in the whole thing, they're not really doing things for themselves or doing things to be married or yeah. to like make their family proud whatever where she was like this is just me like there's no sleeve. she didn't have that clear fabric till of course she gets to like crimson peak mm. and then she's like oh no <laughs> so i don't know I, I think that that was she seemed very sure of herself and her outfits yeah because they were very um structured whereas the other girls had that fabric that could be moved like that clear um I just yeah. threw out a fabric without it's knowing not, anything. It's not crinoline. What is the word I'm trying to think of now and I can't?
0: I mean, there's tool.
1: Tool. A lot yeah. of it was probably tulle because that has like, it can like stand up a little bit. Yeah. Tool is uh, brutal on your legs when yeah. it's unfinished. It hurts. It hurts. It was something like that. It's not tool, but it was something chiffon, maybe. Hmm. Maybe chiffon. Point is, it was very bendy, very movable where she didn't have anything like that. So I was like, oh yeah, she's very sure of herself. She's yeah. like, mm-hmm um blah 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 she masculine she's very masculine compared to the others like only in the way that she dressed like Mm -hmm. she had very structured bodice and like a tie almost i think when Mm -hmm. she's going especially like write stories and i'm like it's a man's world. I see. Yeah. I, I see you. W- Every time she put on her glasses, I was like, get it. I know. Yes! I was like, you go, girl. Like, I just, I liked her whole attitude. She was very much herself. Yeah. And I think she loses that when she goes to the mansion because obviously, like, her dad has died. She doesn't know really who she is anymore. Like, she says, you're all I have to yeah. him. So she's become, like, living her life for herself to living her life for the Sharps. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting to watch her, like, kind of lose herself, especially with the costumes. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Yeah beautiful i said they don't hide evil at all with the sharp i was like mm-hmm. yep he's just like sup <laughs> i'm a bad guy Yo. but then of course later we find out oh your sister sucks we all i think we knew she was probably the evil one mm-hmm. at least to some degree i don't know how well they hit it but at the end i was like oh yeah you are the murdering type yeah <laughs> i was like sure 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 and then i said they're gonna murder this poor dad aren't they and then i said oh are they because they didn't kill him in the office yeah so i forgot everything about this movie the last time we watched it we had a lot of wine oh yeah so i was like yeah I don't remember much that
0: was after we'd finished editing i think yeah yeah so it was just
1: <laughs> it was when we did our little photo shoot with angie Yay. Yes. for her like birthday or her adoption or something oh, and so yeah. we were like drinking so much wine and yes. watching crimson peak and i was like i don't
0: remember i have wine you want some
1: oh, <laughs> i also have wine at home i'm so excited nice. um and then i said it's the three in the afternoon <laughs> No, shut up. Don't tell them. And it could be I, any time. No, I am the one saying, you want wine? Dude, I love some, I love me some wine. If it's white wine. It is. You got white wine? Yeah. <laughs> you got white wine? <laughs> the way I said it was like a, like a mom. Wow. I'll have a sip if you have some white. <laughs> you know I can't drink red. I really... Love red wine so much. <laughs>
0: Whenever I get wine, I'm like, well, I need to have some in case Mickey wants it because like the red kids are so
1: sweet to me. Oh, ASMR. Pour Thank it you more so if you like more Oh, I didn't want it's it to Perfect. To Thank you. Yeah. Oh. It's a white one. I love white wine so much. And I don't <laughs> buy it ever because I don't know. We don't drink that much at home. And El Marie doesn't I don't think she loves it that much. Yeah. But last night in the store I was like, I'm buying white wine. Mm-hmm cheers to crimson peak cheers to crimson peak (laughs) guys the notes (laughs) i can't pick anything up (laughs) i'm gonna say uh, that's really good
0: Uh, bright flavors of tangerine lemon curd and peach lemon curd not lemon curd i was like
1: what curd i was like be
0: more specific don't ask
1: right now (laughs) keep your curd to yourself okay (laughs) only me hanging on the curd I
0: was kind of trying to make a pun,
1: like, couldn't you like Janelle? I was trying to <laughs> make a pun! You and I were both like, sitting I was here like, like, oh, I am just <laughs> sipping. As I was just trying to think of a we're pun trying- for curd. <laughs> okay, Curd now that. put that. We've had- as funny as I do but it was her going I heard that oh my God. I heard that it's so good <laughs> okay okay <laughs> this is either all going in the athletes or all going in and we're dealing with <laughs> there's it. only one way around it I don't know yet <laughs> okay everything's normal yeah and the father's death was disgusting. It was <laughs> horrific. Now that we, I heard that, um, <laughs> it was, it was so bad. Like I kept being like, "Ew!" Oh, stop! Like yeah. every time they hit it on oh. the sink, like one more time. Oh, it's like when you're. <laughs> this is not gonna make any sense to anybody but me. Maybe, you know, how, like you put something in the microwave. Here, yeah. bear with me, and it beeps once, and you're like, "Okay." And then it beeps again, and you go, no, I'm coming. And then it beeps, and then it beeps, again, beeps again, and again, and you, you go, get full of rage. I'm here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm opening the door. That's what it felt like
0: every time they hit okay. his head. No, I get that. I was I like, get, okay. I am the person that will stop it Does a second beforehand.
1: Mine has four. Oh. It goes, beep, beep, beep. Might beep, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mine <laughs> might beep four. I don't know. I usually stop it at one mine second so that five. it won't beep at all. Oh, mine, yeah. I Unfortunately, once you've opened it, it still keeps beeping. I, it makes and like, me so mad. I'm here. I opened the door. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the father's death. Very microwave of them. Mm, very microwave. All right. Let's see if my note is right. Are you ready? <laughs> this is about costumes, and I don't yeah, know if yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Well, This is after we've talked about the butterflies. Mm-hmm. Um, And they said something about, like, uh, delicate things or beautiful things are delicate or something like that. Don't live at Allardale. Yeah. Like, don't survive there. Don't survive there. Um, and I said, the ruffles on her clothes and the color, it reminds me of the butterfly in the cocoon when she yeah. has, like, the kind of topish like, brown color. Mm-hmm. And it has those little, like, ruffles, sort yeah. of. Um, like, she hasn't become her full self yet. But mm. then, um, it and, I, and it made me think, like, oh, without sun, she could die. Mm. But then I think that when she gets there, I think that she's less butterfly more moth yeah like because they said they're like oh only moths survive there blah, blah blah and they said then they're not beautiful and i was like well they are though yeah moths are um, fucking gorgeous and i think that underneath maybe she's a moth not a butterfly like mm. moths can be beautiful too i think yeah. that like she is the light that keeps her going like yeah. obviously we talked about her hair and everything like she's the warmth and she has the, like uh channing tatum yeah <laughs> yeah um so i think she's like a solid mix like i i don't i don't see her as like The butterfly that they're trying to compare her to, or they don't ever compare her to a moth. But in my head, I was like, Oh yeah, she kind of looks like she's in a cocoon and she's like maybe becoming herself. But it's not the butterfly that we're expecting her to be. Yeah. Um. That was mine. These sets are also gorgeous. Uh. This had the opposite thing where it looked lived in, but also not. Yeah. In a way that something so huge with two people in it can't look lived in. And she's like, "How many rooms are there?" He's like, "I don't know." Exactly. I thought that was so cool because, like, we talked about in many movies now where it's like, oh, it feels so lived in. Like, there's things all over the place. And, like, this one was similar but opposite. Yeah. In the right way. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, it feels like they live there but in two rooms. And then everywhere else they're like, I don't fucking know. Yep. And like, yeah, I mean, what what do you do when you have that many rooms? Yeah. And then then this is where my notes took a turn because (laughs) I got – confused and just stopped writing because elmarie again was trying so hard to (laughs) she was like making comments about the ghosts so my next note goes straight from these sets are gorgeous to i love her hair drawer and that's like the end of the movie (laughs) incredible this is all gonna be off the dome from now on love it i will say before the hair drawer here's my last note kate can't remember for sure if there's incest but like there is right oh (laughs) because i was like yeah so those are most of my notes for the middle and the beginning of the movie unfortunately i just moved on yeah love the hair drawer Mm. sorry if i'm struggling i had a cough earlier i'm gonna cut it out though (laughs) this dress is uh this dress meaning
0: (sighs) it's jessica chastain's
1: dress at the end the dressing gown yeah
0: when she's do you remember what it like kind of looked like can you picture it yes because i wanted to do it as a halloween costume yeah Um, it's, it's, it's like that white off the yes, shoulders off and then the she shoulder. has the
1: kind of like slate thing over it and then the red yes. sash okay I said this dress oh. is perfect for running around a crumbling manor covered in blood yeah it, the sleeves slowed. it was gorgeous
0: I mean I have one critique oh yeah to be realistic she should have tripped at least once on the stairs <gasps>
1: oh my god <laughs> she was running around and I was like no there's no, no. way your
0: sleeves don't catch
1: on something Hold or you don't up. trip you pick yeah. that up yeah there should have been way more Back tears to it. it was absolutely oh gorgeous I went all the way back to my note, and I was like, yeah, I know it's written by Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, the movie was gorier than I remember.
0: Yes. I forgot um, how grisly the dad's death was. Yeah. And then Thomas's. Ooh. His was so
1: slow that it, it... It grossed me out, but the dad's one was so dad's brutal was... that it hurt me more. I was like, ew. And his was more realistic. Yeah. And also, to me, like,
0: I... I don't know. So I feel like people have different, like, things that ick them out. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, like, don't stab an eye. Mm-hmm. um, And then... Or even near
1: an eye. Oh, like
0: no, Near an eye. But for me, the caving in of the skull is so much more horrific than having, like, a flesh wound yeah. on your face or, like, pulling a knife out of your cheek. Like, to me, the caving in of the skull, sc- like, that is more horrific for me personally. I find the, like,
1: bashing so... Mean. I Obviously, all murders mean. I get it. But, like... There's something about just the continued thing that grosses me out so bad. I thought that one was so much worse. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like the other stabbing an eye is gross, but whew. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite quote I won't stop until you kill me or I kill you. And then mm-hmm. she just goes, okay. And she's like, I heard you the first time. Oh. And I, that's when I was like, see, she's not a butterfly. Because I was like, this whole talk of like, delicate things will die, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Mm-mm. no, it has nothing to do with that. I was like, she can thrive anywhere. How yeah. dare you? She is her own light. Yeah. My beautiful little moth. Sweet angle. Yeah. Those are all my notes. I, clearly I stopped taking them at a certain point. Yeah. As I done- just, yeah. Thought the costumes were my highlight of this movie. Yeah. And the lighting, obviously, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, The shifting of like the greens and the reds and having green and red on her face mm-hmm. at certain moments. That's why I took it out was because at first I was like, Oh, green seems to be like the seeping in of, of evil yeah. sort of, because we would get a lot of green light randomly at the manor or mm-hmm. in, in America. Um, and then it would kind of go away. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's like seeping in. And the ghosts were red. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so it's like supposed to mislead us. Like evil usually is associated with red. Yeah. But then we have these ghosts that are not evil. They're yeah. trying to help. But then I was like, the house itself is kind of evil in yeah. a way. It's, it's on these, you know, the clay, whatever. And it's sinking into the clay. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Fuck. <laughs> I can't no. wait to hear what you think because... I was so thrown off by that mm. and then green would be good moments and I'd yeah. be like well fuck like <laughs> yeah
0: so <laughs> no green can be like growth and yeah. life but it can also be like decay yeah and it to I me, read like- a few things about it Yeah, and there was some, like, she was just so prominently, like, yellow, gold, like, these tones, and then the sharps had, like, the blues to greens, Mm -hmm. and to me, a lot of the green moments were the clashing of those.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense, so it was, like, them coming together, and I think that maybe that's why we have so much red, too, is it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, yeah, I don't know, this movie is just. Very beautiful to look at. Oh, God, yeah. Whether you like the plot or not. Oh, yeah. Because that's what people didn't like about it. Yeah, most people think the plot's lacking. I I thought it was just so fun to look at that I was like, I don't really give a
0: shit. Yeah. (laughs) Bad plot or not. Yeah. To me, the plot isn't anything like super special, uh -uh. but I love the movie, like the visuals so much that that makes up for it
1: for me. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's so. Elmeri described it in such a good way where she was like, "It, it the movie ended and she went, that's kind of cheesy. And I was about to defend it. And then she went, but like, it fits. Like, yeah. she was like, everything about that movie is so dramatic. But yeah. if you weren't kind of cheesy, I feel like it just wouldn't be enough. Yeah. And she's like, you need that to push it and be like, yeah. Like, yeah. everything's over the top. Why wouldn't the acting be a little bit too? Something. I was like, oh, fair. Uh,
0: One of the things I read. So she's a writer. And yeah. she's
1: told like, okay, your ghost story needs a romance, whatever.
0: Um, she also there's that moment where Lucille is burning her manuscript and said, You yeah. thought you were a writer. And it, uh I didn't see this, but someone said that like it's almost like you're seeing the burnt pages of the manuscript. So everything is so lush and mm-hmm. vivid and dramatic because it's her storytelling of the oh, event. Yeah. So it's the way that she recounts it. So everything is over the top because she's like narrated. Because it. she's it's
1: like a story. It's a yeah. good story to read. Yeah. And if a story was you know, not a little over the top. Yeah. not be that fun. It wouldn't be that fun. So yeah, I was like, makes sense. Yeah. Um there
0: was one thing that I kept seeing and it mm-hmm. did I watched a lot of Hanna Barbera and Warner Brothers cartoons yes. as a kid. Yeah. The zoom in of oh, where okay. It oh, zooms zoom. in
1: what's it called?
0: <laughs> Which one? Say so describe so, it to me again so I
1: can like it's like visualize it. The
0: edges zoom in blackness from the outside and so it like makes a hole where, oh my God, oh I mean, uh, like a pinpoint kind of, because like, it'll be like a face or like the butterfly or something and everything will like, will like go away yeah. and slowly zoom in on that. Yeah. Where it's I like the know. edge of the screen becomes black. And so all that you have of the image is the circle, but right. it is a circle that essentially like shrinks.
1: Yeah. In my head, it's something to do with like a pinpoint because it's like a okay. pinhole zoom, but yeah. I don't know if that's what it's called. I just call
0: it a circle zoom. I don't Probably. know. Probably. Because it wasn't even, like, zooming in. It was just erasing, you know? Like, it was covering. Mm-hmm. Um, but it they used it a lot. And I was right. like,
1: I, this is a stylistic choice, and I fucking love it. Um, yeah, that seems like it could be. And I loved it, too. It was yeah. it was a very cool way to, like, show us things. Like, it felt like a PowerPoint transition from old Microsoft yes! PowerPoint. Yes! Oh, my God, it did.
0: Okay, now my heart can, like... Now you, know, no, you be, can be rest. Free. Yeah, because I, like, rest. I found what it compares to. Okay. Um. They also had this like storybook picture fade of mm-hmm. buffalo. Like, the drawing of buffalo fades to like the image of oh, buffalo. Oh yeah, Man. Man. Um, And I loved that.
1: Yeah, pinhole photography. Sorry, I'm still looking up. Yeah, I no, think that's please. right. Yeah, something similar to
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Um, love and adoration for Jim Beaver. <laughs> um, she's so good. Um, I. This is something like I think I told you before. Like I used to not be able to watch movies where, um, someone lies or gets in oh, trouble. right, yes. Because it was too emotionally was so, stressful. Yeah. Um, when she turns down his gift because she, like, he gives her a pen and says, write tool for the job. And it's this thing right. of him recognizing, like, my daughter's a writer. This is something she wants. I'm going to support her. I'm yeah. going to gift her something. And she says, actually, I found out that my handwriting is too feminine. I mm-hmm. need to use your typewriter. And, of course, like, he lets her use his typewriter. Right. But, like, she sets the pen to the side and he, like, looks at it. And it, I was so upset. So
1: upset. Because he was
0: so proud of the gift. And, to, like... like- I'm still heartbroken over it. I,
1: know. I really liked the dad a lot. Yeah. I was like,
0: mm. uh, and then her, this is when um Thomas compliments her writing and yeah. it's like, oh, the way of our heart's complimenting her writing. Same girly. Let <laughs> just do that, and we're good. Same girly. Uh and then when it, knowing what we know about yeah. like white privilege and male privilege and all of that. Yeah. So she correctly points out, like, okay, like that sort of wealth in a baronet is, like, mm-hmm. parasitic. It's, like, wealth extracted from other people. And so you go into it, like, yeah, and, like, her father built it up by his bootstraps. And yeah. so it's, like, really ham-fisted American dream mm-hmm. bootstraps mythology. Yeah. But he says, in America, we bank on effort, not privilege. And I was like, okay, white man. <laughs> like <laughs> He said that, and I yeah. went, okay,
1: sure. <laughs> I was like, where, man?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the scariest moment. I'm not going to... Go in there, but then when her ghost mother just doesn't respect privacy. Just like barrels she's like, she's barrels like, she's like who's there? And she's like, It's like, she shut the door. That means don't come in. And she just goes so in. Fucking funny. Uh, the butterfly death moment. Mm. So, like, when they're
1: like underneath the tree, it's still in America. Is that not your scariest moment, you hate them. I almost texted you and said ant warning. And I went, We've already seen it.
0: <laughs> I looked away for the ants. Like, I haven't like better believe I'm not looking at the screen right now. Um, but before we see the ants mm-hmm. and it um is a thing that I will not speak on. Um, yes. it, Lucille rubs the butterfly wings against Edith's face. I was like, this could have been so sapphic. Like, you <laughs> could have except Edith goes, and like, pulls yeah. away, like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the thing, like, nothing, whatever. And right. And she's like, oh, what do the moths eat? Butterflies, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, um, the characterization of the sharps especially in America, was just so clear and striking to me. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't understand everything that's happening, they are consistent characters in their buildup. So, yeah. like, Lucille obviously has her, like, little meltdown. Uh, but when they're in America, like, she is just always watching him.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: then that moment when the father is confronting them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he says, like, you seem to have, like, the head on the shoulders, like, you're the one with, like, sense. And so he yeah. it to Lucille because in that moment – She is the one that's running things and does have a lot of control in the situation. It's funny, like, in hindsight. Yeah. But he hands her the evidence that he's gathered. Mm -hmm. And after Lucille reads it, she only looks at Thomas. She never looks anywhere else but Thomas in that moment. She just stares at him, waiting for him to, like, read and understand. Mm -hmm. And it's just so clear that all that exists is each other. Yeah. And her, like, orbit around him. But then also the, like... Look what you fucking did, dude. Like, you fucked this up, little brother. <laughs> <laughs> so there was so many layers to that where it was, like, her dependence on him. But yeah. also, like, you chose her.
1: Ugh. You did this. So yeah. anyway,
0: it was it was just very, like, striking that you see um, Jim Beaver. I think his name's Clark. I don't know. Yeah. You see the father talking yeah. to uh, Thomas. But in mm-hmm. the background, Lucille is just staring. Unblinking, She's unwavering. Creepily. Oh, yeah. She's so good in this. And then... You could have just told Edith the truth about them. Why did you say hurt her, break her heart? Like, I know. Dad was so great up until that point. Like, yeah, how is it any better yeah. than telling her the truth of actually he's already married? Right. How are you sparing her anything when you tell him to lie to break her heart?
1: And he didn't even really
0: like break it that bad. I didn't think he was just like, we're going to leave. Well, he then does say, like, you're childish, you're selfish, you don't oh, know anything. Oh, you're so of love. right. Oh, my God. <laughs> the staircase moment where he, like, oh belittles her. <laughs> I was like, you didn't even say anything that bad. Uh, and I'm just like, I'm hurting from <laughs> that. you we were like, we're good. Whoopsies. <laughs> uh, and then this is my third watch through. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are the things that, like, I know mm-hmm. that ultimately this is a villainous move. Right. And so it's like, oh, I see what he did there. So. Yeah. In the letter, he puts several times. By the time you read this, I'm probably already gone. But he's instilling the sense of urgency so that she will rush to him, not get the news of her father before seeing him. They will reunite, and then he will be the shoulder to cry on when she gets news of her father.
1: And so, classic villain, (laughs) so manipulative. Yeah, I know.
0: Um, Alan is picking up really sketch vibes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Alan was not
0: into it. Um, And then, okay, so we have. It sounds bad. We'll get to it. Um, so, when Thomas carries Edith into Allerdale, he carries yeah. her like the bridal carry, like the yeah. newlywed thing. Well, then, Alan, when they're leaving, I called it the reverse bridal. That does sound maybe like a position in sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. And so I was like, ah, oh, Alan does the reverse bridal. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> maybe not later I don't know. I don't know. maybe not though <laughs> maybe, not. maybe I don't know she's like no thanks
0: she's like no I'll skip and he's like yeah okay that's that so fair yeah. I get it <laughs> girl power <laughs> uh, so anyway like the way he carries her over the threshold yeah. and then she's like oh this fucking sucks Um, oh. but she's still trying to make the best of it um, there's someone I follow on Instagram that I was gonna look up before we got here and then I didn't because I'm a goober. But they do sketches of horror homes mm. and they put them in little bell jars. Oh, and they have one of Allerdale and it's so beautiful. So cool. Uh my next note death, decay, and a ghost. Um that's yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. then
0: green as an imposing of their will upon her. Her warmth cannot erase or overshadow their cruelty and yeah. violence. Um, now that's proper shambling. <laughs> Love a shamble. Yeah. And then, so there's this division between the ghosts and the ghosts each have a color that kind of means something about them. We'll get to it in tropes, but in this case, it was a red ghost. Yeah. And the ball rolls in eventually. And I was like, dude, if my dog was where I'd been murdered, I'd want to facilitate fetch too. So this is totally understandable (laughs) ghost behavior. Um, and then Lucille with her ring of keys
1: I call her landlady Lucille the keys are killing me when she's just like where do you want to go jingle 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 and I was like Lucille you can't sneak up on anyone with those fucking keys Uh, Uh.
0: and then this is a cut back to America Mm -hmm. and snow is so often like a blue or gray affair and it's so goddamn yellow in America because everything has that yellow tint that is so strong well America everything's yellow
1: (laughs) Uh, that's why they call people yellow bellies. Cause <laughs> we're just yellow there. We're just yellow there. She actually do what that means. Now I'm worried. Is that a bad thing? And might... does that mean?
0: I don't know anymore. Let's look up yellow. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's a yellow bellied sapsucker, but also a lot of bird names are very racist. That's why so I'm like, let's educate ourselves right now. There's a movement bird names for birds and they're actually derogatory. Oh no. Informal.
1: A cowardly person. Oh, well yeah. Does but like, i have racist like, origins?
0: That's what we yeah. want to know. <laughs>
1: yellow bellies <laughs> racist <laughs> question mark i always thought what are you yellow with some sort of racist turns out it comes from birds with literal <gasps> yellow bellies such as the yellow bellied Hey, not racist slang Woo! <laughs> i will say
0: there is racist slang in bird names which is something oh, oh, <laughs> okay <laughs> that they are now doing away with, they're finally removing the names of like really? colonizers from certain wow. bird names. Yeah.
1: this was a fun little educating moment! Thanks, yeah. I'm glad I said little <laughs> <I'm laughs> bellies you... and then tried to look it up. Glad we figured something out. Oh, okay,
0: <laughs> I Me. learned things,
1: yeah. Um, I was trying to say
0: things and some things, and I said stings, beautiful <laughs> kind of like a sword, like sting. <laughs> <"Sings." laughs> yep. Um, another day, another drug tea. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. when she's trying to commune with the ghost, she like puts her hand, she's like. Grab my hand. And a ghost shadow just sashays through the, like, background <laughs> and then rips her to the ground. <laughs> They're like, okay. Um, <laughs> Wa-boom. Um So then there's this moment where she's talking about her characters and he's yeah. like, oh, what's going to happen? She's like, I don't know. The characters will, like, take tell me where, whatever. Yeah. And so that's kind of, like, a thing among writers is mm-hmm. there's not just two ways of looking at it, but some people will be like, oh, I'm, like, a character-driven writer or mm-hmm. I'm, like, a plot-driven writer. Right. And so for people that are, like, very plot-driven, they often don't, like, feel like their characters take the story away from them. Right. But other people are like, oh, you know, I was planning to do this, but then my character did this. They're like, but wait, you wrote her. It's like, Uh, yeah, but. Yeah. So sometimes, like, it just, writers are different. Yeah. Like, they have different perspectives. But she's talking about that, and she's a Mm character-driven writer. So she's saying, like, oh, you know, I don't know what my character plans to do. Like, I'm just going to kind of wait and see. Yeah. And it reminds him of free will. Oh. What? Yeah. Wild. Um, the inn is very yellow, so home away from Allerdale. Yeah. Um, so this is their sex scene. And he, like, feasts on her thigh, but then it was, like, very much the move of a man who's like, I give great head, but he doesn't, doesn't find his way down there for long, and he comes right back up.
1: Literally, we were watching it, and my girlfriend goes, oh, oh, come on. Yeah. He didn't commit. And I was yeah. like, yeah, he did not commit. No. I was like do it. Yeah. <laughs> Coward. It felt like a bait and switch. You
0: don't bite the thigh like that and he then come like, right back up. Put his little head in and then was like,
1: all right, let's do this. And uh-huh. I was like, Mm-mm. no, 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 don't.
0: It wasn't having it. Um. So when they get back, yeah, Lucille is unwell. She slams a pot of food, which is burnt eggs. It was eggs. Scrambled eggs. We
1: were trying to figure it out. I'm
0: pretty sure it's eggs. She just raw dogs those eggs with her fingies. Like, she <laughs> just like, it, <laughs> Steaming, literally just taken off the stove. Like Edith moves it over because it was burning, and <laughs> then she slams eggs. it. The eggs go everywhere, and she's grabbing them with her bare hands. <laughs> I need a freak? Like- <laughs> not you a freak? That raw dog's eggs. <laughs> raw dog, some eggs. Can you a
1: freak like that?
0: <laughs> oh god. Oh, it's it's rough. Yeah. Um. Whew. And then. I my note is mail fraud because Edith opens the mail <laughs> so <laughs> I was like Baloney! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, how funny would it be if the movie ended with them being like, "We got her red-handed," and they yep. cuff her, and she's like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "You're <laughs> right, I did." As, as lucille got an axe, and then she's like, "Oh, mission accomplished yep, never mind." Yep. She tucks her cleaver behind her back, <laughs> and she's like, "You're disgusting. I would never." <laughs>
0: oh my god. Um. Then this next bit is like one of the lines that has like that ominous double meaning that I Mm -hmm. love so um, early on when Edith goes to the party and she wasn't expected she's like I'm so sorry I understand if you don't have a place for me she's like everyone has their place my dear I'll make sure you find yours that's like such a like oh moment well Lucille has another similar one and she like so while she's feeding her porridge and does the most like god awful scraping of the spoon against I the was china, like, pick it up. I know. I was like, oh, it hurt. I know. Um, but she talks about like I tended mother in this bed, like mm-hmm. I did this, and then she's like, you will leave this bed soon enough, and it's like because you're going to because kill you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Thomas drops a, my wife.
1: <laughs> my wife. My wife.
0: <laughs> uh. And then, okay, so this is when she walks in on Thomas and Lucille being intimate. Um, <laughs>
1: incestuous.
0: Yep, incestuous. Uh, and Lucille is unleashed. Everything up until this point, she has had most, compo- like, mostly yeah. composure, except mm-hmm. for her egg moment. Right. I mean, who doesn't have an egg moment? We all have an egg moment. Um, but she's also wearing white, and so they're both yeah. wearing white, like innocence. And yeah. so it's kind of ironic. Yeah. I say that with a question mark always, because you know <laughs> is me. It like i it mean. ironic. I don't know. <laughs> I hope somebody Kate going. I <laughs> And then the Alan Bridal thing. Um. Mm-hmm. My dude, you are a doctor. You know better than to take the plug out of a wound. Mm-hmm. He gets stabbed in the mm-hmm. armpit and he stares at the knife. And he has a choice. I know. And he pulls the knife out. I would have been like, that stays there.
1: That stays like, there. i like, I to put my arm down. i been like, okay. This is part of me now.
0: And I mean, Thomas, he's just a silly inventor. He might, might not, not know. know, but like he does the same thing. And it's like, that's what's keeping some of the blood in.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like Thomas gets a pass. But yeah. you, my man.
0: You? Ugh, okay. And then if this was realistic, she'd trip at least once on the stairs. At least once. At least once. Um, And then briefly, they are in the kitchen fighting. And I was like, oh, the kitchen has domestic battleground." Like, like. It, and then they're just like, no, we're going to, like, fight in the mines. We're, we're going to fight on the mines. surface. Like, all that stuff. Uh, Lucille and her Clever name. Clever? No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, <not>. maybe. <laughs> Lucille and her Cleaver name a more iconic duo. But I don't know if it's iconic, such, like, it's more inseparable. Where yeah. She, like, she will not give up her Cleaver. Yeah. Like um, it's a part of her. Lucille fucking hisses at Edith.
1: I know it was my favorite moment. Was, I was like, mm-hmm. "Little is a treat." Okay, does like <laughs> twice. She's like, "Come at me!" And Lucille's like, "Fucking no!" <laughs> like, Weird. Oh, not fucking... Lucille. Edith. <laughs> he was like, "Why would I come over there? You're literally hissing. You're literally hissing." <laughs> So
0: then they're in like the snow, <sighs> mm-hmm. and the only colors her golden hair and the blood clay leaching yes, up it's through incredible. the snow. Incredible, gorgeous. Because even Lucille's in white and just has that dark hair. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, and then my only two remaining notes are "I heard you the first time," and so it's just good. like delivered to like delicately and she just, just heard like "heard you the first time."
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's so
0: sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then ghost surreal as bookends. That's good. So those are
1: those are my notes. I'm obsessed with Ghost Thomas though. Mm. Just oh <sighs> he's so dramatic he's like and i am dead now <laughs> sad boy he was so sad boy i'm obsessed though with him her being like look he's there to help me and then she turns around and he's like do you see what you've done do you see my wispy blood <laughs> And she's like not the wisp blood <laughs> i'm like yeah you did that <sighs> <sighs> that those are good notes you had some really good thoughtful notes did mine I- were <laughs> well i think we each had some <laughs> and then it got derailed but <laughs> that's okay what um happens? talk enough about the hair drawer what's with the mm, hair tokens Maybe she hates them though is yeah. so funny to me because and, she hates anybody close to thomas and but she she's won. like oh yeah she's like these are the wives that aren't fucking my brother and <laughs> she's fucking my brother and like i'm fucking my brother
0: <laughs> that's my brother uh sorry uh, when like my brain went in a <laughs> lot of different directions but like hair is often like uh, connected to like femininity and like yeah. beauty and stuff and so she's taking something of theirs oh, yeah. and calling it her own she and mm-hmm. edith is the only one of the wives that actually had sex with thomas yeah and so all the others she's like oh you and your feminine wiles couldn't have my brother <laughs>
1: she's curling girl in this one and she's like i guess you could yeah. jeez like mm. she even says it's it's kind of creepy that she's the only one that has sex with him and then he she does call her a child she's like she's so young she's a child yeah. and i'm like yeah, she's pretty yeah, she's pretty young, but hey, all right, I don't know. Compared I, to
0: other like marriages of I, the
1: time period. I Listen, I was like, <laughs> not the worst it could be. If you want to have sex in that post office. Yeah, yeah
0: she is like six office. years older than the age of consent now. And back then it was uh you're 12, you're old enough. So I know, disgusting. <gasps>
1: <laughs> Horrible. I just remember thinking back
0: then. If you're going to fact check me, just know I don't know what time is. So I just know that at some point twelve was a marriage age. Twelve was fine, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And it was wrong then. It's wrong now. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like I just can't. Oh my god, I can't imagine someone being like, I love the way you do. You did that spelling test. We should get married. (laughs) It's so disgusting. Is a hard word, and you got it
0: on the second try.
1: (laughs) What I love about you is that you can do basic math. (laughs) She pushed on the playground. You didn't push her back. Bigger person. Oh,
0: we do not condone this. Making
1: my bride. It was horrible. <laughs> back then. Back now. Back now. <laughs> back now. Things are bad, is what we're saying. Everything's um, awful. So yeah, those are all mine. Those you your notes. Yeah, Scary moment. moment. Yeah. I know mine.
0: I think. Yeah, I know mine. Yeah. You do yours. Okay, so it's early on. She's mm-hmm. still in America. Um, the door handle starts like jiggling and like clanging Mm -hmm. and like I jiggling is just too like soft and like sweet and like no this is just like someone is yeah that's (laughs) the only way to describe it and the door is open and Mm -hmm. it's still doing that and she like looks at it and then it stops when it's like in the down position and she reaches Mm -hmm. out to touch it and it flips back up and like that is just so unsettling because first of all you can see all the door and you know that no one is doing that Mm -hmm. and you're like the door is open. Why are you still rattling the handle? For fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that unnerves me Yeah, I don't immensely. like that. Oh, God. Ew. Um, mine's also really early. Oh. Um, mine's earlier. The mother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only because one thing that grosses me out a lot. This happened in a movie. I don't even know what movie it was. Uh-huh. It was on TV once and someone was watching it and I walked past and I happened to see it and it creeped me out so bad that I still think about it to this mm. day. Someday if we ever find that movie, good on us. Um... But it's when she comes up to her and she's talking and she has her hand like on her face mm. and it's those long fingers, but it's just like someone putting their hand on your face but mm-hmm. not quite right creeps yeah. me out because it wasn't on her cheek. It was like yeah. across her face almost with those creepy long fingers. And it's just something so uncanny valley about like a comforting thing has become just not quite right. And I'm like, hmm. Ew, I don't know, it creeps me out. Yeah, that's fair. So there's something about it. I just don't like it. Yeah, so that got me pretty bad. It was either that or the dad's death, but I'm like, Um, that was more the gore I didn't like. This was more, like, unnerving, so. I went with that one. Yeah. Oh, good scariest moment. Good scariest. Uh, Tropes? Yeah. You said it was so, tropes? I'm sorry. (laughs) You looked at me with, like, wide eyes, and I was like, yeah. It's because I was scratching my eyelashes, (laughs) and then I was just like. (laughs) I said, yeah, Kate. You do it. Tropes? Oh Tropes? Oh God, let me- Tropes? Tropes queen? Yeah. <laughs> I brought the air fryer. Leave me alone. <laughs> Mom, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I brought it a long time ago, actually. Yep. I'm <laughs> <Very> ashamed. <laughs> machine. What's <sighs> <laughs> so much beer? No, oh, you got me. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> You know when it starts and you're just yeah, like, oh no, and you're like, this is happening. <laughs> I'm laughing in, but I need to cough out. <laughs> that was me earlier. I was like. Oh. <laughs> I like I was that one time Or you were like dying and I was like, so anyway. <laughs> so funny. I was like. <laughs> and you were like, okay. And so in the movie, I was like. <laughs> was just not going to make it. And you just kept going. And I was like, yes, queen. Just do your notes. <laughs> I, I love like that soulless way. That wine was so good, I'm sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Boy,
0: do I get it. Tropes. Tropes. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalyptic log. So we have the wax cylinders. Yeah. Were you thinking of like a tree log? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, when? <laughs> Where?
0: You don't remember the tree? <laughs> I was about to be schooled. Well, so one, I think it was Pamela. She Mm -hmm. was the wax cylinder girly. Um, She records things on it, and you get some like weird haunting nursery rhyme, but you also get like her being like, oh, I just bought this cool thing. Like, say something. He's like, what do you want me to say? Just like, say you love me. And then, like,. And then instead he goes, Something fell in a well. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, not quite what I asked for, but sure. You're not exactly okay. It's like when you tell Siri to look up something. <laughs> she's like, did you want haunting nursery like, rhyme from the 1800s? I guess. Thanks. Sure. Siri, you
1: weird freak. Don't answer me right now. Don't do
0: it. Don't even think about don't,
1: it. I'm going to be so upset if she does. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and then it ends up being like, she's like, don't drink the tea. It's in the tea. Or like, yeah, yeah. Tea, and she's like, they're killing me um I have to stop their coming Mm -hmm. and so like it really is that log of like right up until the moment I liked that a lot um arc symbol so like Mm -hmm. butterflies and moths and interestingly um the dog is a papillon and papillon is butterfly in French a little papillon
1: papillon (laughs) (laughs) as soon as I saw that dog I was
0: like look at that papillon I was like look at that
1: dog (laughs)
0: It's called a papillon because the ears are so like oh. big that it's supposed to be like butterfly wings. Oh, that's cute. At least that's my memory of it. Cute little from weird dog. With dogs. Cute little weird dog. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, arc words. Beware mm-hmm. of Crimson Peak. That was good. <clears throat> like that moment. Uh, The big damn kiss. So this is like a buildup where it's like, oh, finally they kiss. Mm-hmm. And this is like less of a buildup because mm-hmm. it, they. It's they only been kiss. built up for, like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, and there it is. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so this one I take issue with, but oh. it's Big Screwed Up Family, and uh-huh. I'm, like, screwed up, but not big enough, unfortunately. It's a very typical family yeah, size. Yeah, I was, like, yeah. daughter, son, mother, father. Little. little. Yeah, that's, you know, it's actually smaller than it's average. Chill, yeah. Yeah, so it's not big, but it is quite small. Yeah. Bittersweet ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Bluebeard, because, uh, Bluebeard, the, like, mythology or the oh, story yeah. Bluebeard's Wives was yeah. like he would take a wife and mm-hmm. then he would kill her and he would take a new wife and like he kept all of his wives yeah. yeah so and we also have the game because that's what it reminded yeah. me of, and I was like oh, I want to play that game yeah.
1: yeah we should play that
0: soon we should I'd like to yes there's a really cool um this is for everyone that isn't Nikki yeah because sorry. Nikki knows um, <laughs> <laughs> uh Bluebeard's Bride It might be Bluebeard's Brides but everyone plays as like a different aspect of mm-hmm. the current bride and they have to kind of, like, steer as one, like, which direction so it goes. Cool. And uh, the game master, the Nikki, uh, controls, like, what Waving every <laughs> room has mm-hmm. and, like, builds the room on a, like, dime based on the key description. Like, yeah. we describe a key and then Nikki just, like, fills this room. It's beautiful. It'll be really cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. I was like, I believe that you have the, like, creative energy and, like, this. quick thinking knowledge. I've been training. Yes. Ugh, okay. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Bond one-liner. I heard you the first time. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, bookends. Mm-hmm. So we have mm-hmm. the ghost Service all this I know. Um, break the cutie.
1: Oh, yeah. She's just yeah. so sweet.
0: She's so sweet. Uh, brother, sister, incest. <laughs> oh, we oh, don't need to say more about that. Uh, <laughs> Byronic hero. So uh, Byron, like this was like the writings of and like his. Oh, my God. Why can't I say things? <laughs> Byron was a writer. And uh, <laughs> the heroes that he wrote were, quote, incapable of love or capable of only impossible love, suffering endlessly, mm-hmm. solitary, languid. His con- his condition exhausts him. If he wants to feel alive, it must be in the terrible exaltation of a brief and destructive action. So, yeah. like, they were these dark heroes or sometimes antiheroes mm-hmm. or sometimes anti-villains. Like, they were sometimes the heroic figure but never, like, fully positive. There was right. always this darkness to them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it in Gothic Romance was about, like, either surviving that or like being the one that breaks through it but there's so much to dig into in gothic romance that I was Mm -hmm. just like I know I've talked about it enough before that I didn't want to dedicate a whole nerd corner to it but there's more than I've ever talked about. right yeah anyway Chekhov's gun. Yeah. So Edith's pen, the yeah. caver, the ring, the pile of snow, the mine shaft, all these things, but averted with the earth mover because so many times yeah. you think that he is going to like lose a hand or that someone's going to be killed by it. He even burns himself on yeah. it. And I was like, oh, this is probably going to happen yeah. later. No. No, at no point does it factor in. Like nope. if Lucille had been killed by it or maimed I by it. I would have been like, oh yeah. You know, like, yeah, they got me. Uh, so the next one, I briefly alluded to this earlier. Mm hmm. Color-coded for your convenience. So the ghosts are either black, red, or white. Yeah. The black ghosts are clinging to, quote, some emotional drive that Mm -hmm. keeps them on Earth. So Edith's mother is a black ghost. Right. She's trying to warn her daughter, Mm -hmm. so she's clinging to that desperation of, like, preventing Edith from going there. Uh, Lucille, at the end, like, Mm -hmm. she never wanted to be forced from Allerdale Hall. Right. And she... Had a lot of emotions, big, strong emotions, and so she is another ghost that is tethered there because right. of that emotional drive keeping her there. Yeah, The red ghost died violently, yeah. and um, you can see some of how they were murdered mm-hmm. in that, um, and then the white ghosts are the only ones that can move on to the afterlife, and you just see Thomas because he was like- He was his, the only one that, yeah. Yeah. His redemption of sorts was through his sacrifice. Yeah. So he's allowed to leave. He's like, bye guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Costume porn, because we talked about Mm. how absolutely gorgeous the costuming is. so
1: good.
0: Uh, Creepy children singing. Where would we be without it? Uh, Dark and troubled past. Yeah. Uh, Dark is not evil. So I don't remember exactly where this... Oh, so like the ghosts that are black yeah. aren't inherently like yeah, the mother's no. trying to warn her she's scary as shit because she's like that like bony yeah. wispy
1: ghost situation like all the ghosts are scary looking yeah but and it's funny because the only one that's not really that scary looking is Lucille yeah she looks like herself And yeah. I'm like she's scary scariest of all. yeah yeah um disjunction function
0: <laughs> <laughs> everyone is unwell everyone yeah um then this is the one that I just put in my notes read Um, so this is, nope, open the wrong one. Uh Read. So it's the Determinator. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned it before, but I never went into detail on it because I was like, I don't have time. So this is, quote, a character, good or evil, male or female, young or old, who never gives up ever, no matter what. There Mm -hmm. is no stopping the Determinator. They do not understand tact. They do not know when to fold them. And it's a waste of time to tell them the odds. No one can (laughs) reason with them. They'll do whatever they have to without question. No price is too great to pay for success up to and including their own life. Do not expect them to realize they might be better off letting go, even if they can barely stand. Are you thinking of Lucille? Either, like, this will only end until I kill you or yeah, you kill me? Yeah, yeah. She's the, ter- the determinator.
1: Um, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: <laughs> folks also, like, really draw attention to the fact that Edith has, like, fallen from a great height. Yeah. Recovering from poison. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are happening, and she's still like, I'll fight you. Right. So, like, she's also a determinator. A little bit, yeah. But Lucille, to me, is the shining she's example. Um, yeah. yeah um brum Eerie, pale-skinned brunette. The sharps. <laughs> Eerie, pale-skinned brunette. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, fan service and fan disservice. Yeah. So, um, like, fan service is like, oh, we know you want to say the tits, whatever. Uh-huh. So, in this case, it was Tom Hiddleston's ass. Duh. <gasps>
1: we did see his butt! <clears throat> uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, fan
0: disservice would be kind of like, to, I think, the nude ghost in the bath with the cleaver in its forehead. Um. Oh, and then the fact that when you see two people fucking their siblings, and you know that they're siblings...
1: A little bit of disservice, guys. A little bit
0: of disservice, yeah. Mm. Uh, A faux shadow, so a fake Mm. foreshadowing. The razor in the bathroom. Yeah. You think that maybe his throat will be slit. I thought. But it's just that he's bending down to get it when he is caught unawares at first. Gross. Fangor. uh, mm -hmm. One of the ghost's fingers is ripped off Mm -hmm. um, to get to the wedding ring. Yep. And then um, a few times Lucille takes some damage to her hands. She does, yeah. Like mm. elevator, I was like, hm, yikes. Mm. And then when she grabs the blade oh, and it God, fully that one cuts. that me out so oh, bad. And she's just
1: so slow. And I yep. was like, let go. <laughs> but she's the determinator. She's the determinator. She's like, no yep. thanks. Mm. <laughs> I'm a freak. She's like, I'm good. <laughs> um,
0: okay. And then actual foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So much. So much. Yeah. Uh, Freudian excuse. We're siblings <laughs> fucking each other because our mother and father abused us yeah they were like well we were only up in
1: that attic alone forever yep. what else yep. you gonna do and i'm like oh, a lot
0: of things a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things so many things gaslighting mm-hmm. yes yes yeah. yes uh genre throwback. so this is like classic gothic mm-hmm. horror and gothic romance yeah uh ghostly goals. Love so it. the spirits' motivations are different across them. So yep. the red spirits are just like, we were murdered. Yeah. And they are actually trying to help Edith. Yeah. Um, and then the mother is trying to help Edith, yeah. So they all have their different goals. Mm-hmm. Um ghost story.
1: This is a ghost Come story. Come on.
0: Duh. um Gorn, so that's gore porn as a portmanteau. Yeah. <laughs> um haunted heroine, haunted mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Horrible judge of character. <laughs> yeah. How we got here. So it starts off with she's like those oh, yeah. surreal because you see her in the snow and like her face is cut and she's like, okay, so she's alive, but she's on she's she's seen some bad things. Yeah. And then it's like, how did we get here? Like, all right. And so if I can't have mm-hmm. you, dot, dot dot, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, she kills her brother because she feels betrayed and she's yeah. like, You love this person. It was always supposed to be you and me, so she kills him so because I guess
1: you have to die.
0: Yep. Um gross. If you're so evil, eat this kitten. Uh, so I think this is taken from the tick, and it's supposed to be like prove you're evil. And right. so when Lucille is like, "You kill this one," oh right, yeah,
1: yeah. that one's good. Yeah, that
0: moment is good. Uh, mm-hmm. Impoverished patrician, so they are a wealthy family that mm-hmm. no longer has wealth, but they yeah. still have all of the like status markers that mm-hmm. are fading fast. Yeah, interrupted intimacy several times, several times uh, with different parties. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So, this is the one that I always associate with Azula Mm -hmm. um, because it's like I can't tell, something about her, she's slipping um it's one
1: of my favorites
0: it's so good but like when she is like no longer thriving mentally right. and her hair is in disarray and it's asymmetrical and that's how you can tell she's not yeah doing it also like all the other things that are happening oh but the hair things too yeah and so there was this trope letting her hair down mm-hmm. but that one felt more about like a loosening of restriction that was more right. positive bend and so then I was like okay well where does this go Villainous breakdown, okay. Sanity slippage, okay. And then it was like expository hairstyle change, that's usually more about the growth of a beard or like... You know, she used to be young and carefree and now she has like a sharp haircut, right. whatever. Madness makeover. There it is. There yep. it is. Yep. I was like, if they don't have one, I will make one because yeah. it needs one. will make it happen. And I was trying to figure out what it would be. And so I actually just Googled the moment and like, put TV tropes like, Azula hair. <laughs> <And I was laughs> Azula like, hair? Someone tell me what this trope is. Found it. Yeah. Madness makeover.
1: Madness makeover. That yep. makes
0: sense. Yeah. Living emotional crutch. So Lucille and Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yep uh lodged blade removal two oh, x-times gross yeah love redeems kind yeah, of a yeah uh love triangle
1: kind of kind. yeah
0: <laughs> uh macabre moth motif oh love a moth uh a meet cute to an oh crap face so like yeah. they meet because like he's coming to like present in front of her father yeah. and then he finds out oh shit the person i'm flirting with is like uh ooh. yeah <laughs> his daughter um, never trust a trailer. So apparently the trailer was more like ghosts or something. Oh, that's and, funny. Okay. Yeah, I think, I haven't seen the trailer. Right. Um, but people said that the trailer was like kind of misleading to what the story actually was. Interesting. Um, only a flesh wound. So just keep going. <laughs> uh, otherworldly communication failure. So mm-hmm. like they're trying to help her. And right. And she's like, I'm scared.
1: But yeah, I mean, they yeah. were pretty scary looking. So if I saw it too, I'd be like, what? Yep. <laughs> you just tried to scare me or? Uh... The pen is mightier. stabs Lucille <laughs> That's in
0: the fucking good. pen. Um brum, brum, brum. Poison Chalice witcheroo. So once Lucille oh, realizes right. that Edith knows that the tea is poisoned, mm-hmm. she also puts
1: poison in the porridge. Which is another reason to not eat porridge. I was so surprised that she just ate that porridge. And I've been like, Well, you poison the tea. The tea's right there. Porridge probably poisoned. Yeah. But she's just like, yum yum. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, it tastes bad, but it always does. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. I don't know where that gurgle came from. Sorry. Uh, shovel strike.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I am cutting out a lot as we go because I had so many tropes. Um, symbolic blood. So the clay leaching up to the ground yeah. and the clay in the walls. Like, when he it, steps on that board and it comes ooh. up, I was like, ew. Grass. Uh, Tidal drop.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, wham line and wham shot. Mm-hmm. So there are several of those. Yeah. But the m- one that folks really like look at is... When she finds them together. Um, and then she's like, I should have known you're not really sibling. She's like, oh, that's sweet. We are. Ew. Yeah. Um, and then villainous incest. Ew. Umbrella of togetherness. So during her father's funeral, she and Thomas are sharing oh, an umbrella yeah. indicating oh, they're engaged. Great. Yeah, <laughs> the ring. So those are the tropes that I'm sharing today. Whew, those are good. I
1: loved, uh, what was the one that made me laugh really hard? Honestly, a lot of them, uh, but that was good stuff. Horrible judge of character? Maybe that was it got me. I also like the meat cute one. Yeah,
0: eerie uh. pale skinned
1: brunette. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It was that one because I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I did have one thing for rating. Oh, it was just the hair drawer. Uh yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. is it
1: time to choose a rating? It is okay, good. To, yeah. I was like, I'm not ahead of it. No, and
0: I, I have raw dogged eggs. <sighs> And then like a classic dead butterflies. Um, and then how many reverse bridles?
1: <laughs> reverse bridles is really good. Ugh. Reverse, <laughs> it's between reverse bridles and raw dog eggs. Oh, raw dog <laughs> eggs is pretty fun. I love that you went raw dog eggs and our butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as if we were going to move on from that to butterflies. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, butterflies. Just want to put it all on the table. <laughs> that one would stick out so drastically because it would be the most normal thing we've yeah. ever chosen. Yeah. It would be like if we did... Candyman, and we were like pieces of candy, and we were like, no, what did we choose for that? that. Uh, Face bees or something? Let me see. So curious.
0: Right here, if I kept up with it at that point, (coughs) Candyman,
1: scrunches. See, I knew it. There's (laughs) no way that we chose bees or something. And then after that was Alien, fog juices. (laughs) (laughs) So see, um, I okay. What are you thinking between the two? Raw-dogged eggs or, um, what was the other one? Reverse bridles? Reverse bridles. <laughs> I'm leaning slightly towards the eggs. I think
0: so, too. Because it was so visually arresting Just... in that moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no one wants those eggs now. <laughs> they were already burnt. Like, yeah. girl, I'll squeeze them. Don't squeeze them. <laughs> Please don't squeeze my eggs. <sighs> I know mine. I'm pretty sure I know mine. Yeah. Okay. 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 Ready? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. I gave it four. Yeah, I might give it that too. Now. Four raw dog eggs. Yeah. Um, Which because... is too many to raw dog. <laughs> it's too many. I, I like this movie a lot. It's so fun. It's gorgeous, obviously. Mm. I think that a lot of it is because it's so pretty. Yeah. But And I'm like, oh, I love it. But then you watch it and you're like, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. good. Like, it's a good story. A lot of it you see coming, yeah. obviously, from like a mile away. <laughs> it's hard not to mm-hmm. um so like you know not the best story in the world but it's so beautiful yeah um everyone's white oh yeah <laughs> it's a very white film thing. yeah um but i, I love it I, I do like it i, yeah. I, I not five necessarily it's yeah. not enough to be a five only because i think that i'm more into the costumes and yeah. the set and the lights than anything but else storyline yeah right yeah. i was like yeah um but I think that's cool. I think they did a did ghosts in an interesting way. Yeah. So that's nice. It's like a very unique take on ghosts. I feel like ghosts usually are just like a person. Yeah. Or like a see through person. You know, yeah. like those are like the two you kinda get. Yeah. Um and if it's not that, they're like, It's a demon, whereas this it was no it's a ghost, it's even a ghost. though it's bright red and yeah. crawling on the ground. So yeah, that's that's my yeah. reason. I agree. I think that your,
0: like, number is very fair. So I originally had four and a half, but now I think four raw dog eggs is the way to go. Yeah, that's eight raw Um, eggs, so. That's a lot of raw dog eggs. Yeah. Um, But no, because it's a truly gorgeous movie. Mm -hmm. Like, the camera, like, the about zoom situation, like, the costuming, Mm -hmm. the set design, like, the acting, like, it's so visually stunning to experience. Mm -hmm. I think the plot really falls flat. Yeah. And I'm not mad i watch this and i enjoy it but i can't say that it's yeah. like a perfect movie
1: it's one of those ones that you you watch with someone and you go see how pretty it is yeah but i'm never gonna recommend it and go it is more so scary or no. like it's so cool it's just so pretty it's like, also
0: sorry i cut across no you. you're okay it's also not one of the ones that like changes your thinking of the world mm-hmm. where there's some where it's like i really had to think about like what it means to like I don't know, like, be in community with people right. or, like, how we understand, like, horror or, like, how, like, I'm thinking of all these movies that, like, yeah. actually radically kind of changed things. Yeah, or give you something to, yeah. like, really be, like, wow,
1: I didn't think of that.
0: In, like, Train to Busan, we, like, look at, <sighs> like, oh, I'm gonna cry. But there are just so many things in, like, even yeah. Cabin in the Woods, you can be, like, oh... What if we reframe this as like fulfilling these yeah. like tropes well, for these uncaring gods? Like. Even
1: like, um, what was the one I was just thinking of that I'm like, people probably would watch it and be like, yeah, it's scary. And I'm like, but it's deeper than you think. Yeah, um, the ritual oh, where I'm like, yeah. how men like can't necessarily like process emotions without being kind of like criticized, yeah. and it's this whole thing of like, we have to do this thing no matter what, you know? Yep. And I'm like, and this doesn't have that and it's not it doesn't have to no i was like no it doesn't have to have that we've watched a few movies where i'm like that's a popcorn movie yeah like i would say the last one what did we watch The witch. the witch was great that's Mm -hmm. amazing insidious i would consider that like a popcorn movie good time yeah looks neat popcorn movie yeah so it's like i enjoy watching this no not certainly not mad it's
0: just like it doesn't change the way i view things Mm -hmm. i don't like sit thinking about like the story for a while
1: I would never stop and think about the story but I will stop and think about the costumes and how it looks all the time. I just send
0: you um, nothing wrong with that an article that had like a museum exhibit of the dresses. I would go to that in a heartbeat. Same.
1: So yeah. yeah, Gorgeous
0: film. Fun to watch. Yeah. A total of eight raw dog days. (laughs) That's not bad. Yeah. So that wraps up our discussion of Crimson Peak. If you enjoyed your time with us we would really appreciate it if you'd rate it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Wherever. Yeah. Word Mm. of mouth too. Oh yeah absolutely. Yeah. We love uh, reading what you have to say. It's really yeah. nice. You can follow us on Instagram at Just Cool With It. And every week we'll post the movie for the week. Some no context quotes. <laughs> which I'm doing now, so. <laughs> I know <out> that too. <laughs> <laughs> and you can check out our extended show notes on our website, Just Cool With the Pod.com. Woo-hoo. going to be updating that soon. But right now, I'd say about the first half are there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you could even take a look at our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Just Cool With It. Woo. What did we play oh, last? We played Blackout Black Black Club. Club.
1: <laughs> We streamed the whole time. God. (laughs) Yeah, the Blackout Club was great. We streamed and it was totally fine. You could see it the whole time. And our patrons didn't have to literally call us to be like, are you guys going to play the game? (laughs) It was only 10
0: minutes out of a two hour stream. So it was fine. Yeah. We loved it. But we do actually like keep up to date with our you patrons. We do, yeah. We, we love them so much. So it's great. They chose this one. They chose this one. Oh my god! Oh, duh. Okay, so we let chaos reign. We have them choose yeah. numbers, and we have our own movie list, yeah. and we just choose the, like use mm-hmm. the numbers, and then we let them vote, and this won by a landslide. Yeah, and it, it was great.
1: Yeah, um, excellent choice. It was crazy following The Witch up with this one. Both extremely yeah. visually gorgeous. Yeah, and but I think both crazy detail. Year?
0: Huh? Same year too? I think
1: 2015. I thought you meant the way they take place, and no. I went. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know you said you don't know, but I think no. so. <laughs> yeah, similar at least. Yeah, really close. Really close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. So yeah. So yeah. Thank you, patrons. Thanks, patrons. It's fun. And we would like to thank them by name. Yes. They are Kim, Kelly, Nihar, Rachel, Kelsey, Sula, Tim, Beth, Katie, Morgan, Brady, Kenny, Janice, Brian, Jess, Ada, Dalton, Andrew, and Olivia. Woohoo! hoo! They're the best. You guys are the best. We,
1: we have in- blast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the intro and outro music was created by Anthony Rocuzzella. The cover art is by our very own Nikki Last Name.
1: One of our patrons (laughs) One of our patrons didn't know my last name and we were like, you know we say it on the podcast every single episode. Right? (laughs) Like every episode? (laughs) The look of shock on your face when I just said that. What? so that one's for you. You know who you are. What's my last name? <laughs> Type it right now in the Discord. <laughs> what is it when you hear this? in <laughs> like two weeks. We're going to get a mess. like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's going to be like, why did you do this? And I'm like, you know who you are. <laughs> you know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> and now I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say my last name. <laughs> That's it. I'm ending it. <laughs> I forgot how to hit. Get... <laughs> That white wine